This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thanks for tuning in and shining on. We are going to begin to wake up our dormant DNA. Oh my goodness. I didn't even know I had dormant DNA. It's all new to me. But first, we have a weekend retreat coming up at Mariondale and Ossining the last weekend of this month. Astrology, sound healing, energy healing, drumming, Reiki, massage. Reconnect to your heart and soul. It is for women of all ages. And this one could sell out. So visit mariondale.org or casey.co and sign up soon. It's called Unlock Your Potential, February 28th, 29th, and March 1st. All right, are you ready for this? Lorianne Spagna is our guest. She is aligning us with the universe and waking us up to our divine nature and exploring our dormant DNA. What else does she do? I've been working with humans and animals for more than 20 years on complementary health practices, animal communication, telepathy, intuitive guidance, and what we call ascension, the awakening of humanity and the transformation of consciousness on planet Earth. So that's what I've been doing. I work with their subconscious or unconscious to shift and transform their experience in the physical reality. Okay, you work with human and animals consciously and subconsciously. Telepathy, intuitive guidance, animal communication, energy healing. We work with the mind-body connection and then we work to align everything It is a spiritual practice, so we're working to align them with their higher selves, their highest guidance, their their divine alignment so that they can live their best lives. Sometimes that means working with physical health issues, it might mean relationship things, it might mean behavioral issues, it might mean money, all areas of life, really. We hear the words align, we hear the words higher self, we hear the words guidance, and everybody shakes their head, yeah, 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 give me some of that. I want to make it clear. What we're doing is calling in pieces of God, pieces of Creator. Like, this is not just words. We are tapping into a stream of greatness that is existing in the universe. Am I right about that? Well, it is true, but the, the reality is, is that we are we are God. We are the, the emanation, the, the frequency of it, but we have not been vibrationally or energetically aligned with that. So we're just, we're functioning from an awareness level of that God, but okay. it's us. So we're call- it's a different level of awareness. So, so we're calling in our own power? We're calling yeah. in power that is readily available to us if we yes. prepare ourselves and open ourselves to it. Yes, we're accessing that which is available to okay. us, so readily available, absolutely. People are right now typing emails. Casey on the radio said that we are God. So let's explain, let's unpack a little bit what we mean about that. Well, when I say that, what I mean is it is all things, everything, everywhere. There's nowhere that it's not. We are the ones who have to shift and change our perspective of what we have believed to be true. We've believed 
and perceive that this God is somewhere outside of us, somewhere in the ethers, some Santa Claus in the sky. And that's just not what it is. Okay. It is everything, everywhere, and that means it's within us. Our identity doesn't know that. For the people on the way to church, where does Jesus and Moses and Allah and everybody else fall into the picture? Those are beings who already realize what I'm trying to communicate. They already knew. They're individuals. They were humans who already knew what we're trying to wake up to. They were masters who walked before us, and we followed them as teachers. And it's time for us to realize what they were teaching was true. So it's within us. It's around us. It's in everyone, everything. I'm not saying anything different from what they said. They were teachers who were teaching the same kinds of things I'm saying right now. What would the universe look like if everyone today woke up and said, Oh my God, I am God, and I can do anything what would the world look like if that happened i think we'd all be at peace and happiness and joy there would be no more struggle there would be no more suffering it would be the elimination of suffering for me that's my mission and purpose when you talk about mission and purpose i'm here to improve dramatically and drastically improve the quality of life on planet earth for all living all of life including earth herself and to eliminate help eliminate suffering to the best of my ability Okay, so let's break it down. Let me tell you something I'm suffering about. Mm-hmm. I can't um, think of anything, but what is something... Su- <laughs> I don't have a great deal of suffering right now. Thank you, God. I'm so happy for you, yes. Um, yes. Thank you, you, Casey. Thank you, you. <laughs> but my, life is, yes. my life is very simple. I have a very simple life. Um, yeah. That cuts down on the suffering. So... Uh, Well, people suffer all the time. I mean, sickness, any form of sickness or illness is a perfect example. You know, any form of lack, not enoughness, not enough money, not enough friends, loneliness, isolation, form of suffering. Animals are suffering everywhere. You know, euthanasia of animals, needless overpopulation of animals. What's going on in Australia? The fires that engulfed Australia, how can you alleviate suffering there? Well, the way you alleviate suffering is by becoming conscious and working with what was the unconscious about and understanding how the interconnectedness of all things. So, for example, fires out of control typically are an indication, certainly to a certain degree, of a cleansing, massive cleansing and a transformation underway. But the suffering in it that comes from it is is the aspect of us that has unconsciously been in refusal of the acknowledgement of the change that has needed to take place. So, I mean, this is not about necessarily, you could apply the same thing to California and the fires there, because of course, it's this great humility and compassion in these words. I have great compassion for the suffering, but I'm just pointing out that when that kind of suffering happens, it's up to us to become conscious of what we've been unconscious about. That's been extreme, had to become extreme for us to make the change, for us to become conscious. All right, all right. So, the, so we become conscious, and then how do we stop the fires? The fires are a reflection. So if, if all of reality is a reflection of what's going on. So if we look at our population, like even, I'll come back, swing back to the fires, but if you, if you look to like our president, our current president, Trump, this is not a political statement I'm about to make. He's just a reflection of where the consciousness is at. We don't care about Earth. We're misogynists. We don't care about our women. We don't care about our families. We don't care about humanity. We just care about money, money, money. He's just a reflection of the consciousness. 
Egos out of control. Massive male ego, especially. And this isn't about female or male either. The male ego is do, 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 make money, make money, business. Who cares about anything else? So if we look at fires, for example, even a president, in the same type of example, the reflection changes of the global landscape as the inner landscape of our consciousness transforms, as we change and make change from within. It's hard for us to realize that. Just think of it this way, Casey. If you're looking in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you don't try to change the mirror. You say, oh, I'm going to go get a facial. Or, oh, I'm going to start smiling more. Or, I'm going to do my makeup differently. I'm going to change the way I feel about the way I look. Or, I'm going to start saying I love you no matter what you look like. And then you start to see yourself differently. That's how this kind of reality works that we're in. Because we are God's body. We're, We're creating that external world. I do say I love you in the mirror a lot. Yes. And so you also were the person who said, Casey, that you're personally not suffering, which is beautiful. That's a perfect reflection and example. Through your self-love, your external reality is reflecting back to you something very enjoyable, pleasant, free from suffering. It's a perfect example. <laughs> Thank you. My coworker said to me once, did I just see you give yourself a thumbs up in your reflection in the mirror, in the window, in the studio? I said, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's like, do you remember that famous quote of Obama that he said, change doesn't come from the top, it comes from the bottom? I would say change doesn't come from the top or from the bottom. Change comes from within. Right. It's we have to change the way we treat ourselves and one another. And it does begin with self-love and self-care. Lorianne Spagna is who we're talking to today, a visionary who is a light worker, works with humans and animals, and she believes we are God. I believe God's a really good friend. (laughs) I'm not ready to say I'm God, but I think, you know, he knows my name. Um, is that, I'm, get, I'm getting there. Well, that's the beauty of it, because he's not, he's not from an outside of you. You know, he's, it's not outside of you. No, he's inner circle. It's within you. Yeah. He's inner circle. And I'm talking, yeah. I take my dogs for a walk, and just yesterday I'm thinking, my neighbors must just enjoy the heck out of me. I talk out loud to my dogs and Mother Earth. Hello, yes. Hello, oh, sky. So awesome. Oh, Ella, look at the sky. Oh, the leaves on the ground. You know, we, we're in communion. Yes. We're in All right, baby. So how are you going to help my listeners today? You are an ascension guide, a way shower, an author, a teacher, a speaker. You've got an audience. Listen to you right now. And I'm sure many are like, right on, sister, Laura. What do you want to share with them? Well, one of the things I really want to say for all the spiritually minded animal lovers out there, that your animals love and adore you. They know what you're thinking. They feel what you're feeling. They're great sponges. They're so willing. They're here to be of service to us. They're not, like, beneath us. They know what we don't know. They're aware of what we are not yet fully aware of and conscious of. And so in that way, we get to become more conscious by working with them as our teachers and our guides. That's even a kind of a wake-up call for some people, right? But if we understand this idea that at the root of everything is our awareness and that our awareness is consciousness itself, in a sense... And everything we think and everything we feel emotionally is impressing upon our field of consciousness and our animals are reflecting it. If we can understand that, then we can understand that as we change our thoughts and change our emotions for things that are more desirable to us, 
rather than fear-based, we can have a totally different experience. It starts with each one of us, and our animals' lives improve, too. Yeah, awareness, awareness. You know, my, what my animals did for me when I learned what you just said, that, yeah. that how they're reflecting and responding, you know, to what to what's they're living in, uh, it made me check my attitude. Like, I don't come in the house. Yes. I shake off the day before I go in the house because my animals deserve the best me they can get because that really influences yes. them, right? Exactly, exactly. We have absolutely, we have control over our thoughts. We may not think that we do, but the moment we start paying attention to our thoughts, our mental space and our emotional space, how we feel, so every thought invokes an emotion. And as we start paying attention to that, we can really start choosing, even if we don't truly feel or, or agree with something we're, we're thinking, or even if we feel like we can't, we have the ability to make a change that's going to reflect differently in our space, our reality. And that's what really this is all about. That's our wake-up call to make the change. Make the change. In this, yeah. in this very moment, you can change the thought that's in your head, and then your mood shifts, and then your reality shifts. Yes. And if you don't know in the moment, you can just ask the question. This is what's so brilliant about the intelligence of the whole field and all that is. The moment you ask a question of the universe, for example, okay, how can I shift my thoughts right now to be something more graceful or more benevolent, more kind? The moment you do that, you're already making a shift. So if you yourself don't know how, you can ask a question. And you don't, this is the thing with humans, a lot of times, they'll immediately try to answer the question. But actually, in fact, it's so much better to learn how to ask a question. You can say of the universe, but the truth is the divine God source is always listening because it's a part of your own unconscious. And it's a part of all that it is, all that is. So the moment you ask a question, and of course your higher self, you have a higher self that is more conscious of your human self. I'm saying you, but I mean all of us. So the moment you ask a question, those factors, your higher self, the divine source, which is within you and external, in a sense, to you in the universe, will, the forces of all of that and even more will bring the answer to you. Could you say, how do I align with my higher self? How do I live more gracefully? How do I live more happily? How do I fall in love with my life? And those kinds of questions. How do I make the world a better place for my individual self? What can I do? Questions like that truly transformational. We're talking to Lorianne Spagna. All right, so things are getting clearer to me about the God on the inside. This was a good conversation. Thank you. Awesome. Um, I want to ask you this about the higher self. Yeah. Why is the higher self so darn quiet? Why does the higher self feel so far away? Why aren't we in closer touch with the higher self? And why do we even need a higher self? Why can't we just be the higher self? Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. So the first part of your question, why is the higher self so darn far away, is because the higher self's job is to honor the law of what we call intent, consent, and authority, I which is write the law that of down. free will. Intent. It's the law of free will. Consent. Yeah. Intent and authority. Consent That's the and official authority. name of the law of free will. Yeah. So your human ego came here to have experiences and to learn, to grow, to evolve, to transform to expand consciousness and so your higher self job is to be there for you and allow you to choose whatever you choose as long as and because that's your free will as long as it can't can't override your own personal agreements and contracts for what you whoever you are may have agreed to you may have made a pre-agreement to go through certain experiences and stuff you can't override that 
It has to ensure those are happening, but it has to always honor your free will. So it's up to you, whoever you are, all of us, to ask our higher selves to start to intervene, to start to, 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 to not even intervene, to more actively engage with us. And then the ego has to start to really pay attention really work with it to make sure it's understanding because they're on two different frequencies of awareness the higher self is the is the aspect of us that sort of knows it's god and also knows it's a human ego so it's that, like that bridge in between so to speak and so when we're aligning with it we the human ego have to kind of open ourselves up more be willing to shift and change to understand and expand into this higher, more clear awareness. So it requires change. All right. I know what we have to do. We have to draw a picture of our higher self, put it in a frame, put it on the mantle. You know, invite the higher self into the family. Set a place at the table for the higher self. Right? I absolutely love that. I mean, in some of my self-love classes and some of my ascension classes, I help people to create even like little mantles to themselves, exactly like that, little temples to themselves, because that is part of self-love and self-care. You know, as we're loved and cared for, we can be a better service and contribution in the world and to others as well. But it's that same concept. You've heard it a million times. You know, put the mask on yourself first. Self-love, self-care makes you stronger, better. And if it involves creating some kind of, you know, throne or something for your own higher self. Just like what you were just saying, Casey. That's an awesome way. Yeah. Fabulous. All right, I'm going to give yeah. the higher self a place for his to- her toothbrush, a little drawer, a space in the closet. It's all good. Bring it around. Yeah. I'm bringing I mean, her in. You can also you can also put a little candle. You know, you make a little altar to her. You can make, you know, you can right. put a little candle or a little statue or some of your favorite crystals or anything like that that's symbolic to you of honor, of love, of respect, of the, the highest virtues, you know, that, that matter most to you because you're, all of our higher selves have the highest virtues that we could aspire to. Love, joy, kindness, compassion, peace, awareness, service, contribution, magnanimity, you yeah. know, forgiveness, mercy, all of those highest virtues that we hold so dear in this world, our higher selves have them. We all have those. We, they are all within us. All right. When you think of our higher self as outside of us, but it's not. I have an altar to my inner child in my closet. Oh, I love that. And now yes. on, the, on the shelf above, I'm going to put an altar to my higher self. Yeah, that's awesome. And then that's I'm going to so have fabulous. my husband make me a new closet. All right, we only have a few <laughs> minutes left, Lorianne Spagna, visionary. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about my dormant DNA. Oh, my goodness. Okay, in a few minutes. Well, first of all, humanity's been operating right now as though we only have two strands of DNA and that mostly we're victims of that DNA. But in fact, it's just the records of our ancestors and the storylines of our history, including, if I go on a limb here, we could say past lives, but quantum physics would call it parallel lives, which is fine. That's all stored in the first two strands of our DNA. And it's information that's available to us, information that our gifts, gifts for us to expand our learning, to expand our consciousness and to benefit like unwrapped gifts in the Christmas tree. We just haven't learned how to access it, but it's available. And that's part of what I do help people. So clean, we can clean up disease. We can clean up all forms of suffering when we start working with that. Then we can create for better lives. Then we know scientifically we have 10 more strands of dormant DNA. Science has validated it. That dormant DNA also holds all of our greatest gifts 
including all of our ability to be telepathic, to heal ourselves of all sickness and illness, disease and suffering, to heal one another, to heal our animals, of course, all of our gifts of extrasensory abilities. So we could use the word psychic, we could use the word telepathic, of course, extrasensory gifts, awarenesses way beyond what we've been aware of on planet Earth. All of that stuff is waiting in those other 10 strands, plus so much more. It's it's just dormant. It okay. just needs to be activated. Honey, how, so, do, how do I activate it? What do I need to do? All right, well, I want to tell you that you, you have to learn how to activate it. I teach people. That's part of what I do. You have the ability within you. I'm not withholding and No one's withholding it from you. But since we don't know how, we have to learn how. And that happens through an ongoing practice of actively engaging in a very conscious way with the DNA. It's like talking to your body, but you have to do it from a frequency bandwidth. So just like we're on an AM radio station right now, you know, you can't right now FM. be tuned into it's an FM. Oh, we're on FM. I'm 50, sorry. 50,000 watts, baby. Okay. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. So we're even better on an FM radio station. We're not tuned in at this moment to an AM radio station. It's a different bandwidth. That's all. So we have to tune in. And that's why it's great to be involved with people who know how to do this. And once you start learning and you start actively understanding that bandwidth, okay. that frequency range, you can start doing it for yourself too. Gotcha. So somebody taught yeah. you and somebody taught that person going back and going back and going back, right? Yeah, well, I would say, no, I didn't get taught. That's where it goes off time extreme, but I didn't get taught by a person. I learned it from my own, I would say, my own higher self. Okay, your higher self taught you. I know yes, we yes. can't get into this because, you know, it's only a 25-minute show, but what would be the first thing, the first step in getting to this frequency place that you talk about? The first step is easily just things that you're, like what you're doing already, Casey. That's the first step. Self-love, self-care, looking in the mirror, changing your thoughts, becoming conscious. You know, that's a first step, but really getting involved in meditation, coming to meditation circles, healing circles, healing groups, willingness, having an open mind. You have to actively participate. This is not the kind of stuff that will happen on its own. That's why I hold webinars online for people all over the world to participate, and we do it in groups in these webinars where hundreds of people are on the call, and we're all doing it together. Okay. Lorianne Spagna, I know you're moving to Sedona because it was built for you. You're going to go live there. Um, But if you ever change your mind, I think the house next door to me in Cold Spring, New York is for sale. So you should come and live next door and we can be best friends. (laughs) I would love that. Well, we'll stay in touch no matter what because you know what? I'm from New York, so I'm a New Yorker at heart. Get out. Where are you from? I was born there. Westchester County. What, What town? Well, actually, I was born in the Bronx, but I grew up in Larchmont, and now my family is in Rye. My husband is born in Rye. I'm from Peekskill. I love that area. It's a wonderful area to grow up, and I still enjoy going home every year, you know, because my family still lives there, my parents. And you know Larchmont, 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 Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, John Rivers. Yeah. All right, my love. Two Westchester girls just talking about their DNA on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Hey, can I say my website? Is that all right? Yeah, say your website, honey. For people, if they want to get more information, they can head over to lorispagna.com. It's my name, L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A. And when they do, they can get tons of free gifts for them and their animals, learning about animal communication and telepathy and energy healing. They can also get a free gift on activating the DNA. They can experience an activation for themselves. And it's subtle at first, but it really does transform you the more you do it. So they'll love that, your guests, your uh, your audience. 
Okay. They'll just love that. You can find so many records of your ancestors in your DNA and all the gifts that they put there. Even things that seem what I would call corrupted, like, for example, diabetes or a physical disease. Even if, like, you're someone who's searched your whole life for your soulmate and you haven't been able to find them. There's records in the DNA of why that's affecting you today. And that can be spiritually and energetically identified from your own unconscious. And once you start getting in there, that's how you can change your whole life. And isn't it amazing, when you do that in the DNA, your ancestors benefit too. So one of the most popular questions, Casey, I've ever gotten was like, how do I help my friends? How do I help my loved ones? How do I help my family, when, especially when they're not into this? And I say, it's in the DNA. Once you go in there, your ancestors get the benefit in a way that's appropriate for them without them ever even being involved. Lorianne Spagna, fascinating stuff. Wake up your DNA like we need another thing to do. I'll give it a try. I still don't understand about the cleansing and the wildfires, but if you got that, let me know. Email me from the website, Casey.co. Get your girlfriends together. Join me for a retreat February 28th, Marriondale in Ossining, or come by yourself. You will feel right at home. I promise. Marriondale.org or Casey, K-A-C-E-Y dot co. Our thought for the day is from Oprah Winfrey. When's the last time we had a good Oprah quote? It's been like forever. Oprah Winfrey said, I believe the choice to be excellent begins with aligning your thoughts and words with the intention to require more from yourself. Shine On. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.